Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What it do? What it do? Well, Key is living the dream. Living the dream. Why would I? Shirt that says "Living the Dream." Yeah, he's got he's got a shirt on. Let you know. Yeah, that's good. Living the dream. It's not really. I mean, it's a t-shirt. It's not really letting you know. But if you want to, it's just letting you know. It's okay. Yeah. Nah. Living the dream would be doing what you guys do for a living. Mm. You know, Mm. being rock stars and yeah, I got a. Television personalities and all that's that would be living the dream. I see. You got an interview tonight with your boy. Who's my boy? The captain, Derek Jeter. Oh, oh the cap. The cap. <laughs> Jeter. Can you imagine that? Like, Jeter. Like, yeah. it's just amazing. Him and Mark Messier just walking around New York City. Hey, captain. This is pretty, pretty cool. Some people just like have won at life, right? Like, he's one of those guys where you're like, damn, this guy, it all went too perfect. Yep. Him and Misty Copeland. So. You know who's not winning right now? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bill Belichick, I'm going to say it right off the top key. He was the undisputed GOAT coach of football. There was no one else in the conversation. He might be the GOAT. I'm just saying, now there's a conversation to be had. Here is Bill Belichick during AM press conference. What is AM Press conference. You mean during this morning, morning press, press conference? conference. Yeah. The morning, morning press, press conference. conference, yeah. As opposed to a PM press conference. Right. But I thought maybe it was a, when I read it, you know, reading it for maybe it's AM. Why is this why rant. is this script in all caps? Why am I yelling? <laughs> I am Anchorman. It's true. <laughs> Here's Bill Belichick on Mac Jones's health and starting status. Okay, you're gonna hear the question and you're gonna hear Belichick's response. Is it fair to say if he's healthy? He's the starter. That's a hypothetical question, so let's see, you know, where that is and what that is. Was Mac Jones healthy enough to play the entire game last night? Well, that didn't happen, so that's another hypothetical question. <laughs> no, it's not, Key. That's what he said. The question is, was he healthy? He said to, to play the whole game. He says, well, since he didn't play the whole game, that's a hypothetical question. No, it's not. He asked you if he's healthy or not. It's like he just says whatever he wants. Well, it's a hypothetical question. He didn't. You 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 know the answer. So why are you asking me a question? Well, he's if saying you, was he healthy though. You got. But if he didn't play the whole game, clearly to me is what Bill is saying. He wasn't healthy, and I wasn't going to have him out there going three of six for thirteen yards and throwing an interception because clearly he wasn't healthy enough. But I'll let you figure that out. But see, I I, I don't believe that. Because when Mac Jones came out of the game, I saw him talk to Nelson Aguilar, and you saw he's like, oh, it was like he's like, I'm out, right? Like, and, and for me, I, I guess that's that is the point that I do not understand, and it feels like the Patriots have been setting Mac Jones up to fail here with the way they're handling this whole situation. When you have crowds of people that are chanting Zappy, and you have you know Hall of Fame quarterbacks like Peyton Manning not really understanding why Mac Jones came out the game after, you know, three series, essentially. I talked to a Hall of Fame quarterback yesterday, maybe one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, mm-hmm. who kind of reiterated the same claim. Like, I, 
I don't understand why you take a guy out when the guy wants to be in the game. And obviously, optically, it looks like he's healthy and you want him to find his rhythm in a game like that when you have committed to him moving forward. I mean, you, you change the offensive coordinator. You, you lose you know, your, 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 your OC to the Raiders. You, you bring in Matt Patricia, a defensive guy. To, it's gonna, Joe Judge, we've seen that, Max, last year with the Giants, right, a couple of years ago as a quarterback's coach. There's, you change the entire playbook, and now some because things get a little bit challenging, now there's a quarterback controversy? I mean, Key, it's a good point. Like, when we talk about quarterbacks in new situations, in yeah. a way, Mac Jones, he didn't change teams, but the offensive coordinator, the quarterback's coach, everything like that changed, and he's going into his second year. Not like he'd been in the league five years and then this happened. Going into his second year. So you could understand why his progress stalls out because it does look like he made progress last year, right? So why he, is Belichick did, messing with the rotation? But did he really make progress last year? Or did, or did because he went to a, 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 a ninth alternate to a Pro Bowl and a team went to the playoffs that he was making progress? Do, or or do we look at it? do we look at it like that? But internally, when they look at it, they say to themselves, He's the same guy that he was a year ago, doing everything that we ask him to do, getting underneath the center, but he's still not doing the things that could take us to where we want to. What do you so think, Key? When you watch him, what do you think? I, I think, I, me personally, I think he's the same guy that he was a year ago. Me personally. That, it's the same guy. Um, I don't think he's gotten any better. I don't think he's gotten any worse. You can be packaged up and things can be camouflaged around you because of the success of your team. And because of the success of the team, you get certain accolades, and people feel like those accolades are going to take you to the next level, and you, sh- you should be the guy. Now, coaches got more intel on a situation because they're in the building than a bunch of people that's not in the building. I don't give a damn who's talking about it. doesn't matter. I can only listen to what the people in the building is talking about inform my opinion based on that. That's all I could do. And based on what I seen early early part of this season in last year, it looks the same to me. And for whatever reason, I walk away saying Dr. Z is a better quarterback because it looks different when he's underneath the center to my eyes. So if it looks the same as last year, let's talk about what last year was. And I don't care what system is out there. <laughs> If you're a point guard in a, in a new system, you can still have bad numbers. You still need high-level individual play even in the system, right, to make things work. So last year, completion percentage, NFL ranked tie, it was second overall, second overall. Passing yards, tied for fifth overall. Passing TDs, tied for eighth. Passer rating, eighth. Like, so whatever system you put him in, he still put up the individual numbers. Might that reflect, maybe not his ceiling, because you would think with more experience he'd get better. But one of the issues with drafting in the modern NFL, an unathletic quarterback, a guy who's not super mobile, who doesn't have the most powerful arm, is that it's like, you see this in a lot of sports, that their ceiling is not the same as another guy, so that... If they come out, they've played a lot in college, they've, they have certain skills, they're in the right situation, they'll look good early, and maybe they can even improve on that, but there's a limited ceiling. Would you say that, Jay? Or are you saying maybe that, even if that's the ceiling, a little better than he's already done, is that enough? I mean, th- that could be, that's an accurate point. That could be a fair point. But is the ceiling that much higher with Zappy? 
No, I, I, I mean, I've that, seen him. I, I, that's a great point. I've too. seen him against two of the worst defenses in the league. Therefore, guys, this would it seems to me, where does this leave Belichick? Because I agree with you, Jay. I, I think Mike T made a great point yesterday. Zappy is not tall. He's not fast. He's not bad. But can you win a Super Bowl with him? Mina Kimes had this to say yesterday on first take about this situation. I mean, I think you saw Zappi's limitations as a passer as the game went on, which is uh, up to this point, they've been ahead. He's been able to use that play-action game to hit wide-open receivers, but when they fell behind, he had to drop back more. You saw him pressing and then, of course, ultimately turning the ball over the way Mac Jones did. And I think that's kind of my issue with this rotation, as it were. It feels to me that given these quarterbacks, given their youth, given the fact with Jones, we have seen some regression this season, especially when it comes to decision-making, the best approach would be to just play one of them, get make one of them your number one. I think that's why I had such an issue with the plan last night is it's hard for me to understand what it means in the long term for this football team. All right, we, we're going to respond. We have a lot to react to. We're going to react to that. We have Aaron Rodgers stuff to get into. We have all kinds of things to do today. Rodgers said players really need to take ownership of what they're putting on the field, right? But what was his message was he sending and to whom? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. So last night we got the matchup in the basketball world that we thought we were going to see last year in the Western Conference Finals. We got the Golden State Warriors against the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix, and Phoenix blew the doors off the Warriors. And uh, talk about locking down. You know, Devin Booker is on the tear, I think, to be in the MVP conversation this year. He fizzled out last year towards the end. Obviously, CP3 got worn down coming off injury as well. But last night was kind of like a statement game to me uh, with this team making its mark. I mean, also, they locked Clay Thompson up, Max. I mean, he was one of eight from the field for only two points. Ugh. Right? I mean, only two points. So, I, I mean, look, their defense is there. Phoenix is going to be there when it's all said and done. You know, Booker is, it's, you know, he's not as big quite or as athletic quite as Kobe, right? 
but his counters, his offensive counters to the defense, his footwork and everything are similar. Like there are obvious similarities to Kobe, right? And I think, but when people put that on him, key, oh, Kobe Bryant, you can't have a playoffs like he did last year, right? So, so in addition to everything else, he's got to be motivated come postseason time to ball out. Yeah, but but what happens is the analysts and people start watching it and they want to try to compare and label guys, and that's where you go wrong at. Just because a guy has a good game or two or wears somebody's shoes or idolizes somebody, you can't start all of a sudden saying he's the next. Oh, he reminds me so much of Kobe Bryant. Look what he's doing. He's going to take over the team. And and it, and it always goes wrong because you put too much, apply too much pressure on that individual's brain cells, and and then all of a sudden he's out there trying to be something that he's not. You know what's funny, Jay? The only guy it really worked with, like it was fine with was Kobe. Was Kobe they all call it this the next Jordan. He turned out to be basically the next Jordan. Not, let's not forget it was only a couple of years ago. Man, man, seven point game, seventy point game. Yeah, I mean he puts up numbers now. When they got to the NBA Finals. He was on a tear offensively. So I think when you look at the footwork, people like especially Stephen A. was the one that kind of started that. You see how it can resemble Kobe Bryant. Oh, for sure. But I do think he is. When you look across the league, there there are some people that have like underrated stock. I think the stock is down on Devin Booker right now. It, I think it's time to. By the way, buy I don't think stock. anyone was saying Kobe before I was Jay. Just so you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about the media putting some yeast on it. <laughs> that was Guilty. you. That well, was yeah, you. I mean, partly, yeah, of course, because the, because the similarities, not only did yeah. he idolize him everything, but the footwork, the similarity, this is what it was. His overall offensive game looked so precise from anywhere on the court that how could you not think Kobe? That's what it looked like. It, it, it's just it, he's not, he, his bounce isn't quite the same. He's not quite as big. I would say Kobe's a little bigger, a little more athletic. Yeah, you just wonder if CP3 has enough left in the tank down the stretch at this age, in addition to Devin Booker. I love CP3. CP3. I love him too. He's just a star. He's, he's a little just taller. A star at eighty years old. <laughs> From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live weekday morning, starting at six Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Two. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
We got to coach better. We got to play better. We got to execute better. If the guy you are designing plays for was not completing the catch, then I don't care who your quarterback is. It's going to be a struggle. I'm not worried about this squad. In fact, this might be the best thing for us. Keyshawn J. Willimax, ESPN Radio. By the way, you got the you got a phone in your pocket. That means you can hear us live. Go to the app, ESPN app, probably already on your phone. If not, download it. It takes five seconds. Click. More on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and you have us live. You're not tethered to your car. You're not tied to your radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and you can be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. All right, guys. Aaron Rodgers, believe it or not, finally... He made an appearance on the Pat McAfee show. I know it's been a long time. Pat's been trying to get him on. He finally landed Aaron Rodgers as a guest on his show. And uh, he was talking about how the Packers can get out of the rut they're in. I think when the players really take over, then you're going to see the possibility of us making a run. I'm not talking about usurping power from coaches. I'm talking about... We take over, we take ownership of what we're putting on the field. Now, some of that might be in the plan. So some of that might be, hey, I really want to do this. Offense, defense, teams, whatever it might be. But the other part is taking ownership of your your daily habits and your routines. Just because we're a young team, we can't just write that off as, oh, they're figuring it out. The rookies are figuring this thing out. And they're going to go through their rookie wall and blah, blah, blah. We need everybody on the same page to make the plays that are possible. We need them Monday to Saturday to put in the time to be ready to play Sunday because there's too many times in a game where there's simple, simple things that just are not being accomplished. Hey, Key, can I tell you something? It, it sounds to me like Rodgers is acting like a player coach, and, and the message I'm hearing is some of these young kids are lazy. They, need, they don't understand what it takes to make it in the NFL. That's what I hear. What do you hear? Uh, I don't hear that. I, I, I hear more of him speaking to the coaches in this situation because if he was a player's coach he would own it and he would coach them up and he would get them to respond and do certain things that they need to do to be successful Mm -hmm. you know going on pat mcafee show sending subliminal messages and complaining every other day or every other week or whenever he does these shows that doesn't help the situation what you've got to do is you've got to now you know become aggressive and letting them know if that's the real issue. Say, man, this is what we got to do. If you if we're not going to do this, then I'm going to recommend you don't play if that's the real issue because he is the guy on the team. He is the, the guy. I mean, they, what can they tell Aaron Rodgers? Nothing. They can't tell Aaron Rodgers anything. And when you are the guy on the team, and I've had people come on this show that, that has played with me, and they said it and because that's how I was. I was a prick when it mattered most. I might be funny. I might be having fun and all that. But when I'm watching you not doing your job, oh, I ain't got no problem telling you. None at all. I don't give a damn if you're the quarterback. Maybe he has been saying that, Key, because to me it sounds like I've been trying to get through these guys. I don't know that's true. I don't know that. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, I don't don't either. It's just an assumption. It doesn't feel like it is to me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel that way Mm -hmm. because I haven't seen anybody removed from the lineup. I haven't seen anybody standing over there holding their helmet. So it doesn't feel like that. Now, maybe that's coming this week and the week after. Who knows? It just feels to me as if, like, Aaron Rodgers, when I hear him talk, I, I, I've been honest lately about style of leadership. 
right? Everybody has a different style. And when I hear Aaron talk, it feels like it, it always seems as if it is his leadership is extroverted. It's I'm talking about what other people need to do. And it doesn't start with him first, right? Um, and, and, and that's where I get a little bit lost. And that's where, frankly, it turns into white noise for me. All I hear is wah, 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 wah. I tune out because I want to hear him talk about what I need to do first to help my team get to where it needs to be. And when you start going like, oh, it's maybe other guys need to be held accountable, maybe the coaching staff and all this other stuff, I'm like, yo, dude, like you got one of the biggest contracts there is in the NFL. And I'm not saying that warrants everything being on your shoulders, but there's a lot on your shoulders. Why don't you start with I first instead of everybody else? Well, I mean, it turns me off. I, I hear what you're saying, Jay. Key, Jay, I, like to me, Rodgers' track record, my criticism of him in recent years is he hasn't come through in the fourth quarter in playoff games, right? Like that's the crit- – but his track record is – I mean, dude wins 13 games a year. He's a Super Bowl champion, has one of the best careers ever. Like so, so it, tough for him to sit there and go, I don't know what I'm doing. He knows what uh, it takes, You don't right? have to say, I don't know what I'm doing. You, you can say, I can do things better. But but maybe he feels like his the 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 pro, his process key he feels is is good and he feels that some of these that's why I think he's talking about young guys the young guy it seems to me like he's pointing at the young guys process when he's talking about you got to put in the time they're simple things if you don't know what you're doing blah but, blah but blah young dudes but young dudes aren't the only people that have to put in time veterans got to put in time too just because you're a veteran don't mean that you know exactly what you need to sure, do to be successful. No, but, but that, what's the difference on this team suddenly, right? They had a veteran team in terms of the receivers and stuff the last couple of years. They, they went got, on they to, still, But they still got veteran players, Mike, that play receiver on the team. You think he's talking to everyone on the team or the young I think guys he's, I think he's speaking to everybody. Okay. But what he has to do is he has to say, you know what, man, I got to get these dudes to play better. I got to do this. I'm the one who has to get them to play better because clearly whatever message that they're getting, it's not coming through the way it needs to. And we don't have time to waste. So I need to get it done or else we're going to be in trouble. That's that's what has to happen if that is truly what he feels. So meantime, we hit uh, Mac Jones and Bill Belichick and, and Bailey Zappi. We hit Aaron Rodgers and his message to his team through the media. Well, the Colts head coach, Frank Reich, a man... Jay, you've held his feet to the fire publicly recently. He took blame for Matt Ryan's failures. Looking back on some of the offseason quarterback moves, here's the question. Have any of them actually worked out? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. I don't know how they're going to let him cycle through more quarterbacks or be responsible for the development of the next franchise quarterback. You could just tell they never found a flow in Indianapolis with Matt Ryan. If Frank Reich is going to be the one to go, Chris Ballard ain't far behind. Hey! Keyshawn, hey, J. Willemax, ESPN hey, Radio, the ESPN hey. app. You can download the podcast. You can see us on ESPNU. You can hear us on your smart speakers. What you got? Especially the app, man. Just click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. Bam, we're right there. Key J. Hey. Frank Reich said Matt Ryan's failure. Remember, they got him for a third-round pick. He didn't go for two firsts and a second and three linebackers. He went for a third-round pick. As you reminded us a ton this offseason. He's 100 years old. But, but Frank Reich said his failure, Matt Ryan's failure, is on the coaches. Listen to this. This is another point that needs to be made crystal clear. And I told this to Matt. Right? Hey, Matt. We did not hold up to our end of the bargain here, right? I mean, you came here and we promised you a top NFL rushing game and we promised you great protection. And we haven't really, as an offense, delivered on that. And that really starts with me. I've been particularly impressed with Sam this year in practice. Uh, Once the season has started to look, he's given on scout team the quality of his throws, the way he's commanding himself out there, just the total package. Key? Frank is right. Mm-hmm. They haven't given him a solid running game. They haven't protected him. I mean, you knew all of that when he came in. That's what. That's why it was perfect. That's why many people like myself felt like him going over there with a solid running game and Jonathan Taylor, a nice defense and a nice line protecting him, will allow him to do what he could do best at this age. They haven't. They just haven't done it. And look, they're not. Look, they're three, three and one. We act like they oh six and one. They're three, three and one. They want basically one and a half games behind. Tennessee it's so it's not they're not out of it like that but we making it seem like we getting ready to just bury the Indianapolis Colts immediately and he likes Sam Sam did a good job in practice but that's practice that's scout team there's cards they tell you who to throw the football to it's going to be a little bit different when the real bullets go to flying so Frank Wright is on point I, I I have no fault at what he said right he takes accountability ownership And that's what a head coach should do, right? So uh, that is a part of the blame on what happened with Matt Ryan. So then I ask rhetorical questions. Is that the same blame with Carson Wentz, even though they had an elite running game with Jonathan Taylor, who had an MVP-like year? Like, there has to be accountability and culpability there, correct? Is that the same with Jacoby Brissett? I mean, I can go through the list of all the quarterbacks that he has had, and it just starts to pose the question. And I understand there are circumstances and there's nuance to this that would deem, hey, this is why it didn't work. But at the end of the day, for this job, that always falls on the responsibility of the head coach and the GM. I hear you, Jay, and you have ties to the area, and so you, you are a little extra emotional about indie teams, <laughs> extra emotional, Chicago teams, but you're a little bit more 
like the way I am about my teams that I root for, about no, indie teams and Chicago no, Max, teams. I'm just saying, if any other coach had six quarterbacks during their tenure, well, who we would are be the have- quarterbacks? Brissett is a backup for a reason. Carson Wentz teams frequently perform better without him than with him. He has a third quarter, a third down, fourth quarter turnover problem, right? And, uh, and who, who else? Out, we talk who, about Matt. The who, remains of Matt Ryan. Who went out on a, on a limb to go get Carson Wentz? Yep, that's that is completely fair. He, they need to to draft and develop a quarterback. Let me ask you this, Key. How many games do you need to see before determining if a new quarterback is going to work with a team, right? Like, because a lot of times you see, we see a lot of guys, new situations, new offense coordinator, new head coach, it's this, it's that. But how long before, Key, you look at it and you go, no, it's not going to work. There's no point in, keep go- in, in going on. I mean, you, you could tell, you could kind of tell in training camp and practice, things like that, but you also, you know, a handful of games, you could tell. Um, but you also got to have full context of everything that's going on. You can't just say, well, he didn't throw the ball, he held on to the ball too long. You, you have to look at everything. Why is he holding on to the ball too long? Why is he being flushed out the pocket? Why is the defense not backing off? Uh, in the secondary. You got to look at everything. And I think too many times people don't do that. They look at the box score. They look at the statistics. They look at the QBR and they start to say, oh, he can't play. It's like it's so much that goes together that make a person successful at this position. So, Key, if the, the Colts were a quarterback away from getting to an elite level to win a Super Bowl, what do you need to see if you were the owner of the team if you're well, Jim Irsay, if you're Jim Irsay, they're a long way away from a quarterback yeah, right now. Yeah, agreed. So, what do you need to see from Sam Ellinger this year in order for Frank Reich to keep his job and Chris Ballard? Well, I got to first, I got to first see if Jim Irsay was the trigger puller to begin with. Remember, he was the guy in the middle of the night talking. You know, after it seemed like he was having some fun in the air on his private jet about how bad, you know, Carson Wentz was essentially and they need to go get a quarterback. He was the one saying that. So did he force and not force but encourage Chris Ballard and Chris Ballard and Frank Reich to look toward a different quarterback? Did he encourage that? And with that encouragement, they decided to do it. I don't know that their job is going to be on the line like this. I, I understand what people are saying, but I don't know that their job is going to be on the line. Um, they, they're not running the ball well. They're not blocking. They're not playing defense. They did lose in three years or two years. They lost two offensive court. They lost an offensive coordinator, and they lost a defensive coordinator. Is now in Chicago. The offensive coordinator is now at the Philadelphia Eagles in Nick Sirianni. Okay? And so – Matt Eberflus is a defensive coordinator who's now in Chicago. So you're replacing two captains of two units. So a lot of it has to go with some of the stuff that is going on with that organization right now. See, Keith, this, uh, is, this is why I think that Frank is, is probably on his way out because The Athletic reported the other day that it was Jim Ursay who pulled the plug on Matt Ryan. Like So, I mean, that's, that's what the headline says. Colts owner Jim Ursay pulls plug on Matt Ryan or Chris Ballard and Frank Wright next. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's where it gets I – mean, if you want instant results and you have a championship team, you don't feel like – But did he also But did he also encourage them to go get Matt Ryan? That, you, you see what I'm saying? Did he – Sounds like uh, coaches identifying these quarterbacks and saying, you know what, just get me that guy. But, but I think the organization needed better long-term I know, planning. I know, you got, I know you, he signed no off shortcuts. on – shortcuts. 
I know he signed off on Carson Wentz for sure. Because right. he coached Carson when Carson was playing well right. for Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And you naturally would sign off on somebody you're familiar so with. So how many times can you vouch for, oh, no, we don't need to draft a guy. We could just grab this guy. Trust me, I'm good. You do that two, three times, and it doesn't work. It's enough key that a yeah. – yeah. You know, Absolutely. Jay had a full head of hair when he started rooting for, uh, for the Colts uh, through this whole process. And if you're worried about hair loss – Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, have you covered? Text WIN, W-I-N, to 203203 and get all you need to know to keep and grow your hair. Some deals make you better, some make you worse. And others, well, they just keep you the same. It's time for better, worse, or the same. Oh, Shannon, come on, I want to play. You get in here and host this. All right, well, you guys were just talking about the Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. So it had me thinking, let's look back at some of the offseason moves, quarterback moves that were made this offseason, whether or not the teams actually got better, worse, or the same. So we'll actually start their key with the Indianapolis Colts. After trading for Matt Ryan, are the Colts better, worse, or the same? What you got, Keith? I think they're the same. Um, I think they're the same. And, and when you look at it, they're putting themselves in a position to, to have a chance to win this division at 3-3-1. Three, three and one. They're a game and a half behind Tennessee Titans. Season's still 10 games to go. I think they're the same as they were a year ago. I, I think they're slightly worse. I mean, I think last year Jonathan Taylor was having an MVP-type year. And I think, obviously, injury and other things that are factored into this season, it's not the same offensive punch that they had last year. And Matt Ryan hasn't been the same I, I think they're I know Kia you make a good point look you're three three and one last year were they nine and eight like so it's the same thing but to my eye they are they are worse because the O-line is clearly worse than it was right to me that's that's a huge part of it and then at least in the regular season Carson Wentz was a dynamic quarterback had a pretty good year and and Matt Ryan just looks cooked right so I gotta say they're worse all right Keith. dynamic yeah, he was. Yeah, Carson Wentz was, good, was a good regular season quarterback last year, I would say. Mm. All right, Key, the Denver Broncos, of course, they made big headlines this offseason trading for Russell Wilson. So, Key, are the Denver Broncos better, worse, or the same after trading for Russell Wilson? I mean, as of right now, they're worse. I think that over time, maybe they get slightly better, but they're certainly worse. Russell Wilson is having just a horrible season. This offense of Nathaniel Hackett and company just looks just just gross. That basically is how I can sum it up. Russell Wilson looks like a shell of himself from three years ago when when uh, him and Jay went to London. It's a totally different situation. <laughs> I, I would say that they're worse. To play checkers, that is. To play checkers, not chess. Always I mean play chess. chess. Not checkers, Always play yeah. chess, man. Um, I would say that they're worse. I, 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 and I put a lot on Russell Wilson, but I also put a lot on, on the fact that this Denver Bronco team, let's put this into perspective. It feels like Aaron Rodgers was the one that wanted Nathaniel Hackett to be there in the first place. That is why he got the job, because the Broncos thought they were going to get Rodgers. They didn't get Rodgers. They ended up with Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson is there with him. So still accountability on Russell Wilson, but I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett is the guy for this job long term. Yeah, I'm with you guys. The only thing I would say, they're a little worse. They have a chance to be better, though. They have a chance to be better than they were last year. they got to get it together, but right now they're a little worse. All right, looking at the quarterback on the other side of that Russell Wilson trade was, of course, Drew Locke. Key, Seattle Seahawks, better, worse, or the same after trading for Drew Locke? I think they're better. 
I think they're <laughs> quite gave, a season. Drew Locke is having hockey. Yeah, it gave it gave uh, Pete Carroll a clear vision of who Geno Smith was and what Geno Smith could do with his football team. On top of that, it also allowed them to pick up Noah Fant, the tight end. It also allowed them to get a bunch of draft picks. They got rid of a guy that they did not want to pay money to, although it was a, somewhat of a mutual parting of the ways. And so in the end, they're a much better football team. They got better because of it. You imagine if Drew Locke is not even in the equation, though. I don't even – does he dress? I don't even <laughs> – That's what I'm saying, I, You imagine if you're Drew Locke at home listening to this, you're like, God, I got traded and it gave Pete Carroll a clearer vision of yeah. who the better quarterback was, and that's why we're successful. Thanks no, for the did trade, it not, Drew Locke. Did it, did it, did it not? No, no, it did. Vision? I'm saying you're right. You're absolutely no, right not, about yeah, it. I'm not saying – I didn't say that to say that I'm right. I'm just like, when you look at it, I'm sure Pete was like, yeah, Gino could – yeah, Gino definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. Key and I were sitting right here going, Jay, I'm telling you, it's going to be the same thing with Geno Smith. Oh, I love how you just add your name and to I- Key. It was just Key. Let's be honest about it. Why are you pointing fingers, I'm, Jay? I'm we're not, a team. I'm, not pointing, I'm just giving the guy credit for when he gets it right. No, but check this out, though. <laughs> when they drafted Russell Wilson 11 years ago, I think it was, they had just signed Matt Flynn. To That's a right. huge contract because Matt Flynn had dominated, not dominated, but played well in a couple games in Green Bay. And so they signed him to a big deal in free agency. They drafted Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll took one look at him and was like, get rid of this dude, man. I know we just gave him a bunch of money. Same thing with Drew Locke. Pete they Carroll. Like, they like, yeah. Pete Carroll needs a quarterback to take to nice and steady. He can run. He can throw. You know, take what the defense gives him, run around a little bit, extend plays, keep his eyes down the field. Like, you know, you know, run the ball. It's peak, it's yeah. Same thing. All right, we're playing better, worse, or same. Looking at some of the offseason moves in the NFL at the starting quarterback position right here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Health, I'm, I, got you, I got you, Key. I got you back. Bless you. I got you. Who sneezes five? Six times. I got you. Six, six times. times. Who's oh, these? Oh, nice. Six? That's they an allergic. Say it comes in three. Six right. is an six. allergic reaction. <laughs> All right, Key. All right, Key. Better, worse, or the same? Key after sneezing five straight times on air. Better, worse, or the same? I don't have a talkback button, but anyway, <laughs> who, who, yeah, who's who the team, you? Shannon? No, yeah, I, I was about to say, who's the team? No, man? I said key better worse the same after sneezing. But anywho, let's move on to an NFL team. Got to be better, man. The Carolina Panthers key. Carolina worse. Panthers better worse or the oh, same geez. after trading for Baker Mayfield? Worse. They worse. PJ Walker looked like the second coming of Cam Newton compared to Baker Mayfield. I mean, they're worst football team. Everybody thought that this was it. Oh, Sam Darnold. Oh, he stinks. Get rid of him, Baker Mayfield. So much for that, huh? Yo, real talk, it was three weeks ago, I think, we were on our conference call, and I said to both Shannon, our producer, and Max, I said, is Baker Mayfield done done? Like, is this the it? I remember when we said that, Baker Jay. Mayfield? I remember when we asked that question. Yeah, we asked. Once again, you and we. Well, he was thinking it, it, about it, but it, you the, and I The did. QBR speaks for itself. I mean, it's, it's, are you even looking at Baker Mayfield as a backup? He's a He'll backup. be a backup. Yeah, he's There's a backup. so many in, 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 in professional sports. Um, or yeah, professional sports in general, but in particular football because I play football. When you do things and you misjudge a situation, it can trick your money off. Mm. He misjudged his situation in Cleveland. If he was nicey nicey and goody goody and made good with OBJ, just follow me here. If yeah. he made good with OBJ and they were hey and everything was working right, 
Then the rest of the team would follow him because OBJ was so beloved. The moment that you ran OBJ out of town, they didn't like you no more. Then your play suffered. Then they ship you out of town. And guess what? You'll never get to the $250 million uh, deal you could have gotten. Think yeah. about that for a minute. I, th- I, think I, think, I, think, I know it too It well. miscalculated his situation starting with OBJ. Yeah, and also that whole team had baller after baller on it. Uh, and Baker gets there. You know they're looking like, wait, is he a baller? And they're like, eh, nah. But, but, he, was so, a ba- but he balled, he though. But, but, he, but, but he, he, he did it It was right. a window that was missed, if man. The, if the light hit him uh, just right yeah, on a good day they, and his hair was right, maybe he could pass in the baller, but, but you know, in out, the though. baller party, but not really. Yeah, check so this I, out, though, champ. Yeah. If, in fact, he would have made good. You got to listen to me now. If he would have made good with OBJ. That's, I'm agreeing with you, Keith. Yeah. They would have, no, I'm talking about Jay. They would have never even tripped on him. They would have visualized him as a baller. But once right. you opened up that window and they saw yeah. you, they was like, on top nah. of not being a baller, he's an ass. Yeah. We don't like you. What, what, yeah, what, Jay, what, what, I mean, Key, my point was, and I support what you're saying, it's, it's in support of the point. That like when you're like that, you need a little help on the margins. You need yes. those relationships. You yes. need like and and, and absolutely, it coach. Clearly, wasn't working with Odell. Right? He wasn't getting him the ball. Man. All right. Anyway, Damn. you know Jay likes money, so I had to make Tricked sure. Tricked off his money. Pfft, hey, man. Show me someone who doesn't like money. That's what I want to see. Two hundred million dollars, man. Go ahead, Chance. That's marketplace. All right, Key, the Atlanta Falcons signed Marcus Mariota this offseason. Are the Falcons better, worse, or the same with Mariota? Better. Better with Mariota. I didn't think that that was going to be the case. I thought Mariota would have been a stat gap guy. But it looks like he's going to be there fighting for a long-term future. And I understand they drafted the kid out of Cincinnati. Uh, but he's fighting, and they're riding in the thick of things within the division. Many people think they might win the division. Just goes back to coaching for me. I mean, we're buried in, in Las Vegas with John Gruden for a while. I mean, he finds the right situation with some of the right pieces around him with the right offensive scheme. It looks exponentially better. Yeah, they're better. I mean, they were dealing with Matt Ryan, who clearly his arm isn't the same, right? He's slower. Mariota's a better athlete, and he's entering his prime now, and it looks better. All right, this will be an interesting one here, Key. The Washington Commanders, they traded for Carson Wentz this offseason. Are the Commanders better, worse, or the same with Carson Wentz as their starting quarterback? Same. They're they the same. Same as they were whoever was starting quarterback the year last year, the year before, the year before that. They, they haven't been good in years, man. They're the mm-hmm. same. Last time I think they might have been good was with Kirk Cousins. So I, I think they're worse. <laughs> I think they're worse, frankly. I think this is a defense that was looking to be revamped. And, frankly, from what I saw from Taylor Heineke the other day, uh, he is better. Yeah, I would say the he same. I kind of agree with Key, though. Jay, you might be right on, like, a little bit, but, like, who's even paying attention? They're no good, as usual, right? Uh, like, in that they're sense. Okay. They're okay. Now, they were really okay. good defensively. Yeah. Chase Young was a part of the unit. That's right. They, they, I don't, three years ago, we was like, ah, oh, they did they're defense. They're this. They're, I'm like. But my point is, they don't factor in the division as man. usual. Like you know, the division has three good teams and the Commanders. I watched them play live, man. <laughs> <laughs> All it took for me is to look and go. Somehow, as a Giants fan, even when Washington's good, they're, they're never the ones I worry about. I'm looking at Dallas. I'm looking at the Eagles. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah Washington. Whatever. When you see Washington, it's like, oh, that's a that's a divisional game we should win. 
Anyway. All right. The next team on our list here, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They signed Mitchell Trubisky to be their starting quarterback this offseason. Key, the Steelers better, worse, or the same with Trubisky at QB? I think they're the same. I, I, I think they are. I mean, I think they're the same. They're, they really haven't done anything that makes me go, wow. I mean, yeah, they beat the New England – I mean, they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they're not – I don't know what they are. They're just a team with a logo right now. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the same to me. Um, it's unfortunate because you feel like Kenny Pickett can elevate this team. I mean, he still could potentially down the line, but I, they're the same. I think that they're kind of subtly worse because right now I'm looking at well, – hold on, where are they right now? Uh, what's the Steelers' record at the moment? Two and five? I mean, they're two and five. Yeah, they're Man, two and five, but, to... but the fact is every year they're at least 500. They're probably not going to be 500 this year. Oh, that's right. You know, so like I got to say they're worse. It's not the quarterback's fault, but I got to say they're worse. All right. Got one more team here. Better, worse, or same. Looking at teams that have made starting quarterback moves this offseason. Um, this is an interesting one. That's why I saved it for last. Key, the Cleveland Browns, they traded for Deshaun Watson. They better, worse, or the same? They're going to better. They're a better team. They just aren't right now. They're not. A good team, but they are a better team once Deshaun gets into the fold. They'll be a better that team. Must have been a hell of a point, Key, because the music came back on it. <laughs> That's, to, to me, this is not even a question. But on top of that, on top of that, man, they they get they're not going anywhere this year. They get ready to sell off a bunch of their assets here. They're gonna probably play with them on Sunday after the game. They're gonna ship them out on Monday and be done with them. You Kareem think they're gonna Hunt, be done with a lot of their assets? Man, like Kareem, Kareem Hunt, Hunt company. because Kareem Hunt wants a new deal. Yeah, he wants a new and deal. And he's Can't one of the – if he was a full-time starter, Kareem Hunt probably would be well, one of the yeah. top five running backs in the league. Gree Williams, if he was healthy, he'd be top corners in the league. So you, those are two players in my mind they're going to get rid of because it makes sense. They're, they're deep in the secondary and they're young. You can get something for Greedy Williams. He can go to a playoff team. Same thing with Kareem Hunt. He can go to a playoff team. Yeah. It's true. I still think they'll be better with Deshaun Watson under center – when it's all said and done, long term. Yeah, so of much course. So Jacoby Brissett winning seven games, Max. <laughs> <laughs> That's where same thing does not apply to Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I know. Deshaun Watson, by the end of this year, they're going to be very dangerous. And then next year, they're going to be very dangerous. Yeah, and I, I, I like what you said about Kareem Hunt, too, because you're right. It's just an issue of opportunity with him. Like, yeah. the Chiefs had, everyone talks about triplets. The Chiefs had maybe the best quartet, the best quadruplets ever. When you think of what they had at tight end, receiver, running back, like Kareem Hunt was different, you know? Anyway, can the Patriots guys reach the Super Bowl with Bailey Zappi at quarterback? Tune into a football doubleheader Sunday as the Vikings host the Cardinals, followed by the Commanders at Colts. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. I'm going to react to what Mina Kimes had to say, too. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Willemax. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.